Action Park Media. You're on the ILC, the go-to place for New York Islanders hockey talk. Welcome aboard the ILC podcast, powered by Action Park Media. Mike Carver here with you as we get ready for another season of Islander hockey. 2021-2022 New York Islander season kicks off Thursday night in Carolina. Things a little bit more back to normal now. Jeez, it was a quick turnaround. I mean, I feel like the season just ended, obviously, mid-July, late July. And here we go again, uh, back on a normal schedule after two very strange COVID-related years. The stoppage two years ago, the finishing in the bubble last year, the 56-game season that started in January and took us into midsummer. And now we get ready for a new Islander campaign. And along with it, some very, very, very lofty expectations. As always here on the ILC Podcast, we are brought to you by YesMenOutfitters.com. It is also a new season for Devin, and Devin has you absolutely ramped up. The products left and right, new stuff all the time. Please go get involved. Uh, get your, get yourself geared up for a new season of Islander Hockey at YesMenOutfitters.com. You get some ILC Podcast stuff there as well. So here we go, a new Islander season, and let's just get right to it here. Um, this is going to be very strange, and I think a lot of you guys have already started to experience it, like with all the national publications putting out their prognostications for the year, and the ESPN people, the TNT people the local people, the national athletic people, every, any, wherever you want to turn, you can't get away from one thing right now. And that is that the New York Islanders are a favorite to win the Stanley Cup this year. And you kind of got to sit back and you got to go, geez, this is this is very bizarre. And it is. Uh, believe me, I, I've even been, and I we all know how good this hockey team is, I've even been taken aback a little by how much love they are getting. And I know that probably for a lot of you, it makes you nervous. Like, oh, here we go. Everybody's on the aisles now, and things are going to go poorly. Um, and and this is where the part of what's gone on the last two years, the tables turn now. There's no more little engine that could with the New York Islanders. The New York Islanders are now, you know, they're the hunted. They're no longer the hunter. Yeah, they didn't win the cup. They lost to an all-time great team the last two years in the Tampa Bay Lightning, losing in a seventh game just a few months ago. But the league now knows that the Islanders are a tough out night in and night out. The league now knows the Islanders are a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs. The team is built for the playoffs. You heard Lou and Barry say on Wednesday, this is the deepest team we've had since we've been here. And everybody is on them. I mean... Go, making the cup, winning the cup, left, right, and center. And it's a bizarre feeling. And I, I think a lot of us still don't know how to gauge it. We really don't. Because we're used to being the little engine and could. used to being the team that nobody cares about. Oh, the Islanders, they get, ah, who cares? You know, ah, they're not going to be there at the end. Ah, they're the Islanders. Ah, they play in six arenas. Ah, who cares about them? They're... They're not run well. They're not this. These days are over, guys. This last little week and a half of everybody making their season-long predictions and everybody talking up the Islanders, 
it shows you what has changed here in a mere 40, 41 months. Becom brought this up on Twitter that he's like, I was listening back to the last show we did in 2018 at the end of the season. And you guys remember it. I mean, you had you had Garth, Doug Wade, and, and Ledecky sitting at that dopey table over there at, at Eisenhower, um, you know, basically fumbling around, not knowing what to do. And 40 months later, thereabouts. I, no, I don't have the exact months. I'm, I'm guessing here. It's about 40 months later. The Islanders sit here with national people left and right picking them to win the Stanley Cup, picking them to go to the Stanley Cup final. Picking them to be the best team in hockey. And it's going to take some getting used to. Because now there's big expectations. Now, when things don't go well for the Islanders, they're not going to, they're going to not be ignored. It's going to be, you see, that team can't handle the pressure. That team isn't as good as everybody thought they were. So you'll get some of that because there's going to be some lulls, guys. I mean, this is going to be a tough grind starting this season with 13 games on the road. That is ridiculous right there, that they're going to have to play the first 13 games on the road before they move into the shiny new building over there at Belmont Park, the UBS Arena, right before Thanksgiving. Jeez, hopefully it's done. I mean, I still talk to a couple people. Man, we're sweating. (laughs) We are sweating. But they'll get it done. They'll have it done by the time they play the Flames there next month on the 20th. But it's a it's a it's a new day in Islander country. It's a new day, that's for sure. And let's talk about it. Are these expectations warranted? Are, is it worth? Should everybody be getting this excited about this hockey team? I think they should. Now, there's some things that I'm very leery about this year. I'm not going to lie to you guys. There's some things that, you know, at the end of the day, I'm worried about with this team. But let's talk about the good side and why everybody's on them. They're bringing back the same, pretty much the same squad from the last two years with a couple of added pieces. And those added pieces are some big-time veterans. Older big-time veterans, but Zach Parisi, Zdeno Chara, you know, the, the, those are big additions. Are they also older big additions? Yeah. Are they going to make it through the whole year? Let's hope so. You know, you've got two very older guys on the blue line with Chara and Andy Green. And I know Lou. Lou was like, hey, these guys are in outstanding shape. You know, yeah, okay, I know Lou, but, you know, they're in their 40s. That's, you know, that's a little tougher to manage over 82 than it was in 56 uh, last season. A little bit harder to manage over a longer haul. So I think that it, the additions were good, but let's not go too crazy these are older players who are towards the back end of their careers who are bringing on as add-on pieces to what's already been here the real core is still here and we know what it is you're getting Anders Lee back from his injury you have Matt Barzell you have Brock Nelson you have Anthony Bavillier. you have Kyle Palmieri back in the fold you have JG Pajot you have the identity line you have Oliver Wallstrom, who I who I think we all need to take that next step. You saw him take a step last season, and now you need him to take another step to where when we get to playoff time, trust me, there ain't going to be any discussions about him not being in the lineup because he's going to have to be in the lineup because he's going to be a big-time producer for this team. And that's the situation that you want him to be in. 
And playing on that third line with Pajot and Parisi, I think will be huge for Wallstrom. And it's going to get him to a point where you're going to see the scoring increase. You're going to see him take another leap in this league this year. And they're still solid all around. I mean, look, did they lose two of their guys? Losing Jordan Eberle in the expansion draft to Seattle. Having to move Nick Letty to clear some space. And that was a fun... How how fun was that the last three months? And I know we haven't talked much. We'll talk about that at the end of the show here. But, man, the uh, the cap gymnastics, or shall I say just, you know, you know magician stuff. Like, uh, you can't see me. I'm not here. From Lou Lamarillo. I don't really know what, what there was to gain out of it, but not filing any of the contracts until, you know, the day before the season starts. But, hey, you know, that's Lou. Lou and, and give him credit, man. He got some of these guys on some unbelievable deals. The Pellick deal is an all-time home run. Adam Pellick is one of the best defensemen in this league. Now, he's not going to get mentioned for the best defenseman award because he doesn't put points up. We only give that. See, that's a point scorer award now. They should change the the criteria of that. Don't say the best defenseman. They should call the Norris the best defenseman who gets points. Because Adam Pellick's one of the best defensemen in the league. But he doesn't get points, so he doesn't get mentioned. I mean, they gave the award to a guy last year. Does he play defense? No, he doesn't. Did he rack up a whole bunch of points on a bad team? Yeah, he did. So let's give him the Norris. But guys like Adam Pellick, who are the true best defenders in this league... They don't get discussed in the Norris. But that's okay, because the Islanders don't care about things like that. The Islanders care about being the last team at the end. That's all that matters. They've got the goods this year. They are an extremely deep team. They are an extremely hungry team. The one thing that I just... there's Really, it's two. There's two things that worry me about this Islander season. And whatever. Everybody's predicting them to win and go to the cup final. It, that is what it is. I mean, people make predictions. You, they, you can't live and die by them. The two things for me are, one, I still think there's just something missing. I still think they're missing that one guy to absolutely put them over the top. Maybe he's there at the deadline. These guys are very hard to find. The type of player that I'm referring to, that we've all been referring to for years. There was so much Tarasenko talk over the over the uh, offseason, winter, summer. Whole thing went by so fast. They're mi- I just feel like they're missing that one guy. They're an extremely deep team. They're a balanced team. They showed in the playoffs that they can score goals. But there's just, for me personally, just that one thing that they're missing. Like that absolute guy who just is an assassin and just puts puts teams away with a huge goal. And there's not a lot of those guys in the league. You know, I'm clearly talking about guys, you know, whose last names are like, you know, Ovechkin and Kane. You know, I'm talking about guys who are just killers. Like they go out there and they finish hockey games. And I just don't know if and I think if they just had somebody like that, I mean, I I'd start gassing up the cars uh, to go down Hempstead Turnpike too at the parade. I still think they can win it all. They're just missing one piece. And here's the other thing that I think we all have to keep into our minds 
as we get to playoff time because they're going to make the playoffs. And, and don't get banged up if they don't win the division. That doesn't matter. I, I think that you've seen the last two years. Barry's got a style down the last six weeks of the season. And things haven't looked too pretty, but they look fine when they start the playoffs. And I don't think that Barry Trotz and company care too much if they have to, you know, if they're hanging a division trophy or division banner up on top of the Coliseum. UBS. It's going to take us all a while to get used to that. I don't think they care about hanging division banners. I think we've seen how Barry's approaches the last two years. They care about hanging Stanley Cup banners. So don't get too banged up if, you know, oh, you know, maybe they have a lead in the division in January or February. Maybe they finish second and third. Who cares? We've seen already the last two years. It doesn't matter where you fit, where you finish in the regular season. It matters where you finish at the end. They've made the final four two years in a row. My problem is they have made the final four the last two years in a row. And all you guys watch this game. It is a tough, physical, grueling battle to win that cup. And it is very hard. And not only do you have to be very good, but you need to have a lot of things go your way. And I'm leery that the Islanders, after two runs to the Final Four, even if they're so much better than a team they might play, I'm just nervous that they're due to have some kind of bad bounce in a seven-game series against a lesser opponent. You know? Just, look, you look at all these series the Islanders have won over the last two years. I mean, they're not all completely because they were the, you know, absolute better team you know they ran into a situation with the penguins last year where their goaltender was an embarrassment you know there's there's just things that happen throughout series that can turn them so quickly an injury a bad call so much that getting back to that point that they've been the last two years is so tough you're talking about all-time great teams that have gone to the semis three years in a row. And you're asking the Islanders to do that again. But this time, get there and finally finish the deal and win five more games. It is absolutely possible, but you ha- but you just have to think about it. Like this, this is damn hard what they're trying to accomplish this year. To get all the way back to that point a third year in a row. But... They have the, the the guys are motivated. The guys can grind. The coach will help them get there. The whole entire organization is run great now. If any team can do it, it is this team. But just you have to be leery that, man, if they accomplish this, this is in today's NHL, extremely tough to do. How about the division? I think most of the teams in their division, honestly, aren't as good which is going to be helpful in the playoffs. Despite the Penguins beating the Lightning on opening night, I wouldn't put too much stock in that. I think the Penguins are taking a step back this year. They've got stars injured in the beginning of the season. I think it's going to be very tough on them. I think the Caps are taking a little step back this year. They're obviously still dangerous offensively. Ovechkin's on a mission to get this goal-scoring record. I think their goaltending sucks, and that's what's going to eventually burn the Washington Capitals. I don't think the Rangers are ready to party yet. I know that a lot of people around here do, obviously, here in, you know, we're dealing with Ranger fans along with Islander fans. I don't think that they're completely ready to party yet. Like, you know, 
some of them are out there talking like, like, oh, this Ranger team's going to the playoffs. I'd slow down. They're still a young team. Did they add some grit and some sandpaper that you need to be a good playoff team? They did. But I still don't think that the goaltender has proven yet that he can take teams to the playoffs and win. And their, their core is still very young. So I, they're not on the Islanders level yet. As much as their fans want to try to tell you that they are, they're not on the Islanders level yet. I think we know that Carolina is going to be very good. And look, the Devils, should they be a little better? Yeah. The Islanders are on paper one of the two best teams in this division. I think it's them and Carolina. And we know the problems that they've had with the Hurricanes in the past. And they open with them on Thursday night. The start of 13 games on the road. Now, this is the kind of situation that can absolutely cripple teams. But we go back to the way they're coached, who their coach is, their veteran leadership, the core of this team that's been together for years, the general manager, all the way on down. The Islanders have the type of system in place that they actually can survive starting the season with 13 games on the road. That's ridiculous. Like, that honestly is nonsense. It's, it's actually completely unfair. But if there's a team that's built to be able to deal with something like this, it is the Islanders. Young teams would get destroyed by this. Teams with a bad coach would get destroyed by this. The Islanders have enough, and all they need to do here is tread water and go 500. You take those 13 games, you know, look, you go 5-5-3, five, 6-5-2, five, and 6-5-2, even five, six, whatever it is. Keep it in the middle. The only thing that can crush you is, is you know, going 2-10, 2-11, 3-10. Two and that can crush you. This team's not going to do that. They're too good. They're too talented. They're too veteran leadership. The coach is too good. They'll survive these 13 games. And if they do, they now, the doors are opened, and they're going to play a ton of games at home, and that's going to set their season off. This is a top-end team. They deserve the praise that they're getting. We just all have to deal with <laughs> listening to other people praise the Islanders. I think that's going to be the hardest part of getting through the beginning part of this this season is not believing what's going on. And they're being propped up, not ignored. We used to think the Islanders got ignored. Not anymore. It's going to feel a lot different around here. Are they better than last year? They are slightly better. The veteran ads make them slightly better. Another year of Sorokin makes them better. Varlamov clearly is something going on with him to start the year. We know this. It's going to be Sorokin clearly at the beginning. But they'll get through that. Matty Martin clearly has a little something going on with him early in the year. They'll get through that. You want to avoid the big injuries to the big players. They were able to still make the, the semifinals even though they didn't have Anders Lee. It's a damn good hockey team. And they've got a big task ahead of them to get all the way back to where they were. They got the right, they got the right people to do it. Embrace it, folks. It's going to be a fun year of New York Islander hockey. Can't wait. I'm excited. It all starts in Carolina on Thursday night. Let it fly, baby. <laughs> Let it fly. The most, no doubt the most anticipated start to an Islander season, probably in most of your lifetimes. The most hyped up, ready to go. I mean, I'm talking about the younger fans, clearly. 
you guys that were around for the 80s, have, you know, you've seen the glory days. But in terms of starting a season with expectations, there has never been one higher since those teams lifted four cups in the early 80s. None higher. You know, 93, they didn't have expectations. They had a, a tremendous run. The last two years, look, I don't think anybody can honestly sat there at the beginning of the last two seasons and thought, yeah, the Islanders are winning the cup this year. Could they if things went right? Sure. Were they one win away from it last year, getting to that round? And they would have beat Montreal. We all know this. It's unfortunate the last two years. They would have beat Dallas and they would have beat Montreal. But I'm talking about opening night expectations. The Islanders are one of the three to five teams in this league that are head and shoulders above the rest. It's a new world, guys. And we're going to enjoy it. Have fun with it. Embrace it. Don't care about anybody who gets on them. They start slow. Screw them. This is a damn good hockey team, and they'll be there at the end. Let's just hope nothing silly happens to them in the playoffs. Because it's just... Sometimes it can get very random. Very, very random when you're this good for this long. And here's the other thing. Just a couple of other odds and ends with them. I Once again, here's another... But the coaching staff... I don't know how anybody hasn't hired Lane Lambert yet. So I think that that's a huge thing for the Islanders, too, is that they still have that entire bench intact. I was stunned. Like, And I know not that many people got fired this year in the NHL. There was not a lot of turnover with what the short offseason, things happen quickly. Lane Lambert should be a head coach in the National Hockey League. It, the Islanders basically have two head coaches. It, it's, it's actually a steal <laughs> for them that they still have Lane Lambert after what they've done the last two years. Nobody hired him. It's actually insane. So that's huge for them in that aspect also. Let's have some fun, baby. It's time for Islander Hockey. Now, let's talk about the show. The ILC Podcast. So, uh, you guys you guys aren't such, you know, silly. You, you understand what's going on here. Uh, especially uh, last season. The shows weren't as frequent. There, it, it was very tough to get them out on a regular basis. Uh, there's no doubt. Moved to Action Park. Love working with Kevin. Crew over there is outstanding. Issue on my end is, guys, I'm just, I just don't have the time. It's hard, you know, for me to to say. I just, I love doing the show. I just don't have the time to be able to do this thing week in and week out anymore. Uh, It pains me to say it. It really does. But it's just, uh. Too much is going on in life, and I waited a long time to get in a spot that I'm in now. I'm hosting, you know, two, three shows a day on Sports Grid, Sirius XM. I mean, it waited a long time for this spot, and I got it now. And I've got two little kids at home, and I've got tons, you know, hosted a bunch of shows, and it's hard to be able to get the aisle seat in every week. So I'm not telling you guys that we're gone forever. But we're not going to be as frequent anymore, guys. It's not going to be every week. It's not going to be, uh, you know, you knew that, you know, you usually knew every week you'd get one. And we had a, you know, listen, we were doing 40 shows a year. I mean, the first year me and BCOM did it, 40 shows. And I think the two years after that, when I've been doing it solo, we got 40 in each time. So 40 shows, a, you know, that's, that's one a week during the entire season and a bunch of off-season shows. It just I just can't anymore. I don't have the I don't have the time and it sucks. 
because I love talking about this team, and I'm still going to. I'm still locked in on the aisles. I'm still talking about them with my other job. I'm talking about them for work. It's I'm always locked in on what's happening. It's just being able to physically sit down and be able to do the show every week. That's very tough. So, like I said, we're not completely closing the doors. I am still going to be here when big things happen, when I have the time. You know, I was going on a little run, and, you know, I've got an hour or two at night. Yeah, I'm going to sit down, and I'm, I'm going to throw a podcast on, or I'm going to call B-Comp up and chop it up with him for 45 minutes, and let, let's talk some miles and, and throw it out there to you guys. And, you know, please listen, and I, I can't thank all you guys enough because you guys have been unbelievable the past few years. And I, all the tweets, where, where's the first podcast? Where's the first podcast? Where's the first podcast? And I want to get it out so bad, and I literally, unfortunately, been so busy that I'm sitting here the night before the season starts finally getting, and I'm, you know, rushing just to do that. And the things have changed, too, in, in the landscape around here also. Like, let's be honest. You know, when me and B-Comp were doing Point Blank, and then we decided to leave that and go start the aisle seat, there wasn't a, lot, a big outlet for you guys. There wasn't a lot of Islander coverage. That's why we started doing it. And now, you guys got more Islander coverage than you can handle. That's part of the team being good. You know? You, that, that's a good, the, the good thing is, is that there's a lot of places for you guys to go now. I mean, look, there's, there's 75 Islander podcasts now. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I listen to all of them. I don't have the time. I could barely do my own. But there's a lot of great people doing a lot of great shows. And you've got all the Islander content you could possibly want. And that's a great thing. Because when me and BCOM started, there really wasn't any. And it's really cool where it's gotten to at this point. And once a month or once every six weeks, I'm still going to chime in there and, and hang with you guys. And... um I'll probably be guests on a bunch of the other shows, and I'll have time to do something like that. Uh, but the week-in, week-out aisle seat, guys, unfortunately, we are uh, we are closing the door on that. Uh, but we will chime in and say hello to you every once in a while. I'm still going to be doing it here on Action Park. Talked to Kevin this week. Told him the situation. Said, I'm still here for you. We'll put him out on Action Park Media. I said, you're the man, Kev. Let's do it, baby. So... No, no set schedule. little surprise every once in a while. Bang, you'll get a new aisle seat. Uh, but you guys are the best. Uh, you, all you guys have been listening for a long time. I appreciate it. I know BCOM, when we started, he appreciates it too. And uh, it's going to be a fun year. And I think that this team is so good that, yeah, there's going to be a lot of situations and a lot of nights where I'm like, man, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about this team. I got to talk about what's going on. And this is going to be my place to do it. It's just not going to be as often. So I'll see podcasts for a new season. Maybe not as many episodes, but we will still be here for you when we have some thoughts. So that's the deal for this season, guys. Uh, embrace the expectations. Get ready for a fun 13 games on the road to start the season. I will say this. I'll get one to you before they get to UBS. Can I, how about that? I'll throw that one on the table. I won't give you a set day, but I'll get you one before they go to UBS. How's that for you guys? <laughs> we'll check in in the middle of the road trip. We'll see how things are going. Uh, so once again, uh, thanks to you guys for listening as always. My thanks to Kevin Connolly and the crew at Action Park Media. 
taking care of the ILC podcast, getting it out there to you guys. Tremendous stuff by them. My thanks to Devin and YesMenOutfitters.com. They have your gear all year long. So please go and visit and get something for the start of the new season. I will talk to you guys soon. Embrace the beginning of what's going to be a very fun, very wild New York Islander season. Mike Carver and the Isle Seed Podcast. I'll see you guys next time.